DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. we got a pair of tickets to see the Jazz and the Blazers tonight, 7 o'clock here at Vivint Arena. If you want to go to the game, be caller 12 right now, 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. Call right now for Jazz Blazer tickets. If you don't win now, win again at uh, 1030. You'll have another chance coming up with Jake and Ben at 1030 and every hour, half past the hour, all day long here on the Zone Sports Network. It's time right now to welcome in Utah State football coach Blake Anderson. Coach, good morning. Good morning. Coach, were you happier with the way your team played in New Mexico or the scores that you were getting fed to you as the updates came in from the San Diego State-Boise State game? Well, I didn't, I didn't get any scores until uh, after halftime. I, was, uh, I gave instructions I didn't want to know. <laughs> um, just wanted to see how our guys would handle things. We, we, you know, we obviously knew we were favored in the, in the matchup and, and should be able to take care of business if we don't go down there and just do silly things and I, w- I was really pleased. We we came out and uh, and, and were able to uh, hit the hit the big play offensively against a defense that's really kind of strange to prepare for. And defensively, we did what we were supposed to do. We we played assignment ball. Didn't give up anything uh, crazy. You know, we kind of we we knew they were they were struggling to to put an offense on the field that that could uh, move the ball. You know, really kind of consistently. We were really worried about the trick play. The, the kind of big, um, you know, out of gap, out of assignment type play, and, and we avoided all that. And, and so I was pleased with how we played in the first half. Uh, didn't find out about the score till halftime. It was good to good to know at that point that it was at least in question, and um, didn't get the final score till right before the fourth fourth quarter. So you had an hour between the start times between their game and your game, and you had zero temptation to sneak a look at your phone. Uh-huh. Oh, I had lots of temptation, but I didn't have the phone in my pocket. And I told the guys on the staff that were, you know, that weren't really involved in calling the game that I, I just I didn't want to know. I wanted to concentrate on the first half, and and we'd worry about it. You know, we'd worry about it later. And really, nothing we could do about it anyway. Right. Just wanted to make sure we took care of our business. And with them being triple option, always makes you nervous. And their defense has made everybody's life miserable for quite a while. Rocky does a great job, so. I just wanted to focus on us playing the best ball we could, and I was pleased with with how the first half went. So, sure, um, didn't really even even you know give myself a, uh, an opportunity to ask until right before the fourth quarter. So, because I knew time wise that yeah. we should have some idea, and yeah, um, yeah. I, it was it was possible for me to get the score right before the fourth quarter, so I could bring the group up and just tell them to be really smart about how they handled the fourth quarter. Look, San Diego State won. We've got another game to play. If we don't do anything stupid, You're we didn't big. want anybody to you know to get a personal foul or or do something oh, silly yeah, down yeah, the stretch. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was really the only time we talked about it. Well, how about though? You got like seventy five to one hundred people. How'd you keep them? How'd that work? Because you could have, and I, and I can get you because you're the face of the program and you're intense on what's in front of you. But there's a lot of stuff going on to the sides of you and behind you. Did you do stuff to make sure that everybody didn't know, including your kids? Well, uh, the way they reacted when I told them before the fourth quarter would tell me that nobody had leaked the information to them yet. I mean, it was almost. It was almost bang bang. I mean, when the when the third quarter whistle went dead, um, you know, I, we typically bring everybody up right then anyway. And a lot of times I don't step in the huddle. Sometimes I do, but 
it, it almost worked perfectly. I mean, literally, the, the San Diego State Boise game had just gone to zeros as we were transitioning to the fourth quarter. I don't know that any of them had heard. They didn't react as if they had heard. When I told them, look, San Diego State won. We got 15 minutes to play. Uh, just the energy in the group and the response tells me that that they they obviously didn't know. Now, I, they're, they're bound to be people on the sideline, trainers, you know, uh, DFO staff, personnel staff that probably the AD. I mean, I know John and my wife were watching the game intently <laughs> the whole time over on the sideline. So there's – I just don't think it had trickled through to our players yet. And it, and it almost landed where it had happened so quickly – from the time the game was over to the time I got a chance to say something, I really don't think they knew anything. Well, that would have been uh, it. Would have been weird if at the start of the game or early in the game you had found out Boise State was up sixteen to three and was dominating. That could have cast a pall over things and the energy level guys play with. I'm a little surprised the Lobos just didn't put it on the scoreboard. Uh, yeah, me too. To be honest, and, and honestly, in most most places that you play. They're going to have conference games are up. kind of yeah. scrolling. Yeah. You know, so I, I didn't see it anywhere. Uh, it never popped up. And so it worked out in our favor. I just talked all week about controlling what we can control. Go play the best game we can. And try to, you know, kind of get the taste of our mouth of, of the game we played against Juan. We didn't play well and frustrated about that. So I, I feel like the kids handle it, handle it uh, as, as good as you, as you could. So is it a situation of good news you get to play San Diego State, but bad news you have to play San Diego State? <laughs> yeah, they're a good football <laughs> team and catching them on the road. Yeah, you know, I, we'll take the challenge. Yeah, we'll take the challenge. I think um, what we do offensively, you know, can create some problems for them. They, the one game they lost, Fresno, kind of spreads you out a little bit, and and so there's some similarities there. Um, I think we've learned some things about us defensively, and hopefully we'll approach. Uh, you know, this game in a way that gives us the best chance to be successful. But, I mean, we don't have to be better than them every day of the week. We just got to be better on Saturday at noon. And uh, we'll, we'll prepare that way to, to, to you know, really go in with a game plan that minimizes the, the uh, mismatches that we're going to see. There are going to be some and really plays to our strengths. And it's, it's helped us win some games this season that, honestly, on paper we weren't supposed to win. So why not another one? So San Diego State changed quarterbacks in the middle of the game. That was part of the spark. Also, the early start maybe was part of it, too. But uh, do you prepare for both quarterbacks in that case? Brookshire's played in five games now, although that's the first game he's played in in more than a month. Yeah, I think we kind of have to. We, we don't really know what to expect. We've seen both be effective. And I mean, you don't win 11 games with two different quarterbacks playing unless they both bring some value to things. So. I think we have to have the approach that we could see either or both, kind of similar to what we, we dealt with going into San Jose. Um, it, it, it presents some issues for us, obviously, because they don't, they don't play exactly the same style of ball. But I think we're pretty, pretty um, I don't know, they don't disguise a whole lot. They, you know what they want to do. They want to run the ball at you and play great defense and control the, control the clock and, and find out how physical you can play. So regardless which one up is out there, that's going to be the challenge defensively. We got to we got to find a way to own the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I wouldn't think there'd be z- any surprises because you look at Hoke. He was a, a Big Ten guy. He coached under Long. He coached with Long. He succeeded Long, and it's it's basically you know what they're all about. The thing that I'm a little concerned with for you guys is you've spoken. Uh, in in a sense of that you need to get bigger and that type of thing and. Uh, uh, t- t- 
this San Diego State team, to an extent, reminds me of like a BYU team in terms of their size and their strength and all that type of stuff. How much does that concern you? Because you've been up front saying that's an area that you need to address. Yeah, it's absolutely a concern. It, it, you know, we're going to have to try to use speed and quickness. We're going to have to be really smart with our personnel packages to try to match their size. They're one of the biggest teams in the league. You know, he's built that team that way on purpose and doesn't have to go too far from home to find the guys to do it. Uh, you know, there's been a, at times this year we've been a little bit more effective at it than others and been able to disguise a little bit of that. So, but we're going to have to hold point some way, somehow. We're going to have to hold point and. We can do that with adding extra bodies. We can do that with movement. We can do that with some sub-personnel packages. So I think we're going to have to attack the problem every way we can. And then hopefully offensively we can make them really uncomfortable and create a tempo that's uncomfortable for them. And, and in some games, as we've seen earlier in the year, you know, maybe change the tempo of the game and make it a little bit more of our style of game than, than theirs. And that would, be, you know, that would be huge for us if we can get that kind of game going. Do you think that they will even try to run the ball outside the numbers that much, or are they really just going to run it right at you and stay inside the tackles? You know, they like outside zone. I don't think they'll get too far away from what they do. Uh, outside zone, power, inside zone, those things are we're going to have to stop them. At, we, you know, we did a great job against Colorado State. We did a terrible job against Wyoming. So there's some similarities. Uh, you know, we, at times we, we did a good job against Boise and BYU, and at times they just, I mean, right through us. So, it's going to be uh, all the things we've learned through the season, figuring out what's our best answers against this particular group. I don't think they'll change personality. They're good at what they do. It's got them 11-1. and one. I, I think they stay within their personality, and we're going to have to find a way to defend it. And, and so I would expect outside zone power, inside zone, and, and you know, then athletic quarterbacks that, that, that clearly can move the chains. And one of the best punters in the country that's going to flip the field and I mean, we're going to have to play our best ball to, to find a way to win. Any concern about a happy-to-be-here mentality? I sure hope not. First conversation we have, man, is it, it's not enough just to get there, man. You get this opportunity maybe once a lifetime. Uh, some of these guys are almost done with their career. You need, to, you need to squeeze every ounce of juice out of it you can. Let's go, let's go find a way to win. I like the, the way they approached it coming out of the locker room, the body language, and the, you know, just the way they responded to me was good. Uh, we'll hit it again. You know, every day this week, and I've been in this situation before, uh, and and each team kind of handles it differently. Uh, hopefully, this group will go there hungry and, and excited about the opportunity, and, and and really challenged to try to find a way to win it, not not just happy to take the trip. Are there going to be some Aggie fans happy to uh, pick up twenty to thirty degrees in the weather, maybe go to the beach and uh, follow you guys down there? Yeah, I would think so. Now it's supposed to be pretty here in town all week, so. We've been pretty fortunate, but yeah, I think there's a there'll be some trips to LA. People excited about being out there and seeing the sunshine on the beach. Recruiting is open now. I think you can make uh, visits and all that stuff. How are you balancing that this week? Well, you know, obviously having to use Zoom and phone and FaceTime, to let guys know, hey, we'd love to be there, but we've got we've got work to do. The people that are that are coming by to see you this week is because they're not playing, and uh, you know, I'd rather be playing and. And making phone calls than than being out on the out on the road this week. We'll we'll hammer it next week as heavy as we can, and, and get to December signing day. But to me, this is a good problem to have. When you're playing, there's only there's only a handful of schools that are they're still working. Everybody else is out recruiting. I, I'd rather be playing a game this week. I suppose you could probably have a few California kids that you're talking to uh, show up at the game. 
I, we may have some guys. We are recruiting some dudes in the area, and we can't have contact with them. But it would not surprise me if some guys made the trip. Well, Coach, good luck on the trip there. The Mountain West Conference title game Saturday on Fox against San Diego State. Good luck, and we will talk to you next week. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach, join us here on the Zone Sports Network. All right, when we come back, your feedback, everything you've had to say about today's show coming up next. Stay with us.